Good morning. It is Thursday, January 6th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Every day, Monday through Friday, we gather together as believers to read a little bit of God's word before the busyness of our day begins. We all acknowledge that a lot of times our days get um, just run away from us, even before we realize it. And if we don't spend some time in God's word before the busyness of the day begins, there's a good chance we're just not going to do it. And so this podcast is an effort to help folks form a habit of doing this every day. One of the reasons I started this in the first place is because I know that is a very, very hard habit to start and an even harder habit to keep committed to. And so here we are. We are doing what we do every day, coming to God's word to look at it, think about it, meditate on it, pray about it, and then we go about our day. So let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and then we will dive right into it. This is Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. Making purifications for sin, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, as we look at verse 3 of Hebrews, we are invited to endure and persevere through a very difficult book by this very welcoming verse. God, as we look at it today, won't your Holy Spirit give us light, open up our blind eyes to this majestic, majestic verse. Amen. In theology, the study of Christology is, as you might have guessed, the study of Christ. And in our verse today, the author of Hebrews is inviting us to jump in and dive in, really, to this deep, deep sea of theology. He has already laid out for us that this Son, this Son of God, is the heir of all things through whom God created the world. But here in verse 3, we find out something even more amazing. He's the radiance of the glory of the Father and the exact imprint of his nature. My friends, if you're a Christian, you must hold to the doctrine of the Trinity. It is probably our most core doctrine within the church. And this is one of those verses that boggles the mind just like that doctrine does. God the Son, the second person of the Trinity, is the exact imprint of the nature of the Father. No son on earth has the exact likeness of their Father. But in this verse, we find out that Jesus Christ does. He has exactly the same nature as his Father. We could stop there and spend the rest of the day meditating on such an amazing truth that the one who went to the cross was God himself, the exact nature of the Father and the radiance of the glory of God. Think about that for a second. He is the radiance of the glory of God, meaning that through him, the Father is revealed to us. The author of Hebrews goes on, though, here in verse 3, to say that this Son upholds the universe by the word of his power. After he's been appointed the heir of all things, we find that he is also the one who is upholding the universe by the word of his power. And my friends, if you know anything else about Jesus, after he ascends into heaven, the role that he takes on, 
We find out here that he sits at the right hand of the majesty on high, but in other parts of scripture, we know that he's constantly interceding for us, meaning he's praying for you. He is making sure that the Father doesn't see our sin, but only sees his righteousness. And all at the same time, the author of Hebrews says he's upholding the universe by the word of his power. He's the Son through whom God created the world, and he's also the Son through whom the world is sustained. These first three verses of Hebrews are immensely theological. And I had mentioned that at the beginning of the week, that this is a deeply theological book. And if you don't know what that means, and maybe that word scares you, don't let it. All that it means is that this book is deep and dense. And the author of Hebrews in these first three verses is inviting us to persevere because the reward is worth it. Think about all the doctrines that come up in just these three verses. We've got revelation, God revealing himself to man, creation, the Trinity, the relation of the Old and New Testaments. We've got Christology. We have the atonement. We see here that he made purification for all sins. But even more specifically, think about the Christology that comes out of just three three verses. Christ is the Son of God. He reveals God. He's the fulfillment of God's revelation in the Old Testament. He's the heir of all things. He's the agent of creation. He's the radiance of God's glory. He's the exact expression of God's nature. He is the sustainer of all creation. He's the one who purifies God's people. And he's at the right hand of God right now, mediating for God's people. All of that packed into just three verses. Amazing. Amazing. I have written 15-page papers for seminary that can't pack that much truth into them. We are dealing with a masterpiece of biblical literature. My friends, as we go today, won't we sit and be invited to sit at the feet of the author of Hebrews as he preaches this sermon to us about who God is? Who is the one who came and died for our sins? Who is the one that the Old Testament talked about? The author of Hebrews wants to meticulously tell us throughout his book. Let me close us in prayer. Our God in heaven, we ask that your spirit would give light to this passage today. And oh, did he. Lord, I want to spend time in just these three verses, thinking about them. Each one of those points is worth a day, just thinking about how God has made purification for our sins through Jesus. But it's not just that. He's also sustaining the universe by the power of his word. And it's not just that. He's at the right hand of the majesty on high right now interceding for us. God, how much more can you deliver to us in this book of Hebrews? Lord, it's in one sense overwhelming, not because it's going to be difficult to get through, but instead because we acknowledge that our hearts are not ready to sit and meditate on these truths as they should be. So God, as we go into our Thursday, we ask you, Lord, to constantly bring these truths to mind that our adoration and our affection for our great God will overflow because of these words to us in Hebrews. We pray these things in your mighty Son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.